0: Welcome to the Run podcast. To behave or run around in a
1: wild, unruly, or out of control manner. Manner.
0: yeah gary i almost fucking hit you up and was going to give you like i don't know a percentage of the commission just because i had to record it and like and i was just like look i know how to record a fucking zoom call but i do not want to fuck this up like if i lose the video then it's like we're not getting it back we're not running it back so i fucked myself but all right let's rock and now it's actually episode 16.
2: Did you say episode you, 16 last time?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you noticed because all the shit, all, all of it. I, I'm glad you fixed it. Like the Word document I sent you said episode 16. Everything. I just knew 16. that
2: it was 15.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, cool. uh, dude, I don't know how I fucked that up so hard. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. Hello and welcome to season two, episode 16 for real this time. Shout out to you guys ready? You I'm guys ready. ready? I'm ready. Red, uh, i hope i don't butcher the pronunciation red lumachi of the chicago zephyrs now i don't have the year yeah. we have red lumachi of the chicago zephyrs real or fake and first of all we've we've been doing a lot of consistent growth week to week so i'm always a little worried when we do this bit that new listeners are gonna be like what the what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> last week they were well, why who are we even it was a ridiculous name Last week, can't even remember it. Equally ridiculous this week. got And you guys got to come to a consensus here.
2: What do you think, What do you think?
1: Definitely on fake. Never heard of the uh, Chicago Zephyrs.
0: Okay, so so you're telling me it's the, the the team that bumped you off most, maybe?
1: Yeah. What like okay. what even sport is this?
0: This is bad. They're all going to be NBA players slash NBA. ABA players
1: i'm out i think it's a red (laughs) R back like little like
2: nugget that you're putting in there
0: okay okay i can
2: agree with that i'll I'll get on board
0: oh you guys are good you guys are good um yes beer it was a red R back like hey i got red that feel but the craziest part chicago's efforts real team real team that someone named red played for but uh but lumachi which was maybe the most believable part of the name. It's really an Italian shell-shaped pasta mm. named after a snail. So you can actually put that in your back pocket. A little free fun fact for the people. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And now, so, you guys. I was... Nothing
2: else from this episode. there You go you
0: know that lumachi, or maybe it's lumachi. I think it's lumachi. It's a shell-shaped pasta. Mm named after a snail you can probably turn the episode <laughs> off right now because going down it's going downhill from that little fun fact all right so let's jump in guys because we have some really fun topics to talk about this week we're gonna have carson i love this little game that we're playing now where we send the link to carson and he just he just hops in whenever he feels like it he's taken your we used to really give beer a hard time for like taking vacations and you know being a being away on a little boondoggle for a couple months coming back you're just a workhorse beer nine to five podcast He's a like, now. goddamn day job and we have coop. just oh i'll make it when i make it
1: basically is currently so uh
0: he's a, he, <laughs> he's he's like a starlet it's tough to it's really tough to rein him is. It he's is. just he's been told yes his whole life with that <laughs> that gorgeous smile and then it's gotten too far and now he's, he's riding it but we're gonna jump into some topics first guys now first things first Gary I was just reminiscing I'm missing gospel girl dude it, I almost <laughs> yeah. went back and watched the last couple seasons this week I didn't I think it'll be at least a year until I until I jump back in. Mm -hmm. But I was kind of hearkening, like I just want to. ah, I just want to be Dan Humphrey. That's all I want in life now. Is and and I know you're on
2: your way. You're a writer. That's that's part of the part of the part of the way.
0: Well, it's funny. The day that I was feeling the most nostalgic for our Gossip Girl Recap podcast, and if it's the most random call to action, if anyone out there is watching a 2000, what, 2005 show from the CW or wherever the hell it aired, uh, we recapped it. So you can go back and listen to those old episodes. But I actually had a very Dan Humphrey dilemma Mm. this past week. So we were talking a little bit before the pod how how some so a magazine I write for commissioned me randomly to do a interview with taylor fritz who is i and it kind of blew my mind and beer I, you're not an authority on tennis but you know more tennis than m- most people i know at least like in my life you're my authority on tennis is that fair
1: i think that's probably fair yeah,
0: yeah. and so so i, I tell you oh he's the number one ranked uh, men's American tennis player right now. You you weren't aware of him, but you look him up. He's this young guy. He's really talented. And so I, and I was like, holy shit, what a great idea. Uh, yes, of course I'll do it. Now they told me this just 24 hours before the interview. So I'm scrambling to do as much research as possible. Now my go-to form of research, little peep behind the curtain, love to listen to podcasts. Because again, you can be writing notes while listening, throw on that 1.25 speed Maybe if I'm really paying attention, 1.5. Don't mean to brag. I'm just maybe saying.
2: Maybe two if you're fast enough.
0: Whoa, maybe two. Maybe two if I have a couple cups of coffee and I can <laughs> keep up with it. But I'm listening through, and I can't really tell if he's just like a young guy who's a little nervous, or and I think I texted this to you, beer. I also got, or I couldn't tell if he was like on the other hand just a huge asshole, just a <laughs> massive dick. Did I did I message no, you that? No, he didn't, that?
1: Uh, he didn't let me in on that.
0: I was a little nervous because I was like this guy and I also don't know the technical aspects of tennis Like I didn't have time I was telling you guys before like it's either okay I can learn all about his biographical info and his life his interests or I can learn all the nuances of tennis just didn't have time for that so I dropped that I'm fucking nervous before jumping on then we hop on and I think the video aspect of it a lot like I kind of saw that he was like you know smiling or, or engaged and he has kind of a uh monotone sort of tones I was like okay okay he's a good guy we gave him he gave us 45 minutes we ended up going for like an hour hour 10 minutes so we got a lot of great stuff but the last two last 20 minutes all I asked about was like in general how his mental health was doing in this COVID time because you know it's already such an individualized sport you're traveling all over the world it's already kind of isolating now we've kind of taken it to the extreme they're in a bubble in all these different countries constantly and that's a very isolating experience and I was just expecting a nice little easy answer is a lot little, little softball at the end talking about like what do you do for self-care blah 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 dude he goes Off against the tennis association, Mm -hmm. like for 20 minutes, just being like they're screwing over, like young guys. It's a uh the, the ranking system makes no sense right now, the way they're handling COVID makes no sense, the way they're financially compensating players is like cheating them out, blah blah blah. And like, of course, I'm paraphrasing right now, don't take direct quotes and pull it, but that was very much the message i didn't push him to say it or at all he was talking about you know for example one of the things i thought was fast is like in some of the smaller uh t- tournaments they only fill the 50 percent capacity always right they're never filled up taken up mostly by by family or i guess local fans but people aren't really traveling for these tournaments but now that they're only allowed to fill 50 percent capacity the to now the the tennis association pretty much being like oh well we're gonna pay the players half because we're only able to fill <laughs> and it's like well, like, well fuck off you were anyways. only filling these to 50% originally so yeah. hey, we're coming here during COVID and competing like this is an absurd treatment of the players so it goes off I thought oh my god like that's not only like a great soundbite but also what i thought to be like you know kind of an important story to kind of to tell this is a little more substantial than than what you'd normally get in a a press uh, sort of junket and i get 10 minutes later, an email from his PR person who was super nice, extremely easy to work with, like very, very nice woman. But she was pretty much like, Great interview, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I, I, I know exactly what you're <laughs> about to say. Let's just get to it. She's like, Taylor had such a great time. Okay, let's, let, what's the crux here? But could we swipe the last like 20 minutes and not like center the or not talk about it at all? And, uh, Dude, that was my. This currently, I guess, is my Dan Humphrey um, dilemma right now. I guess Gary would know. You know, it's it's a different scope. I'm not writing about my friends. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not calling my dad a ditz. I'm not saying my ex girlfriend is is empty headed. But I'm gonna, you know, I don't know. We'll see because it's the best story to tell. So we haven't committed one way or the other. But, Are you allowed
2: uh, to just leave it? Like, you could just leave it if you want.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. he's on the record. Yeah. We have video to like, it's not like I just am transcribing quotes and I'm yeah. the only one with a record. Like, we all have videos of the interview. It's pretty clear that I wasn't pushing him towards anything, too. Like, mm-hmm. I asked follow up questions, obviously, but he was already going in that direction. So we'll see but for for this moment i'm just soaking in the fact that i uh i get to be in uh in a bit of controversy because i i don't have uh, enough drama in my life at the moment i can't but... wait until
2: you start writing fucked up stories about me and beer and carson and... <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i'm gonna expose i'm gonna expose carson as the diva he is caleb uh opioids that's been the big thing with the podcast it both it depends episode episode helps and hurts caleb yeah. how you feeling today
1: Mm, I think it's going to be a good one.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm hoping. Oh, that's the sound of a know. desperate opium addict. Uh, you, you put me <laughs> you in, a, in a in a tough good.
1: spot there. How do you feel about your opiate addiction <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. live on this pretty podcast? Well, that you doesn't nailed exist. It.
0: Pretty good is a, is a very good answer. Man, Wasn't expecting right you to uh, down come the the middle. With that. And then uh, Gary, I mean, I'll let intern Darren speak his truth on his own. But oh, no, uh, no oh, comment. God. No gate. It's not my story to tell. It's not my story to tell. It's not mine it to tell someday. either, sadly. Now, there's one other piece of controversy. We have talked about, um, I, I love Quora as a website. Yeah. One of my favorite websites. I'm still
2: getting emails. I the also, day. are you actually? Oh yeah, all the time
0: yeah they, need to, they need to really- start
2: like engaging with them though i need to oh
0: dude and that's where they get you once you engage you go down yeah. the rabbit hole and i've gone down the star wars rabbit hole not really even as a fan but more of a foil to the forums themselves got suspended got suspended <laughs> this week for the first time wow how uh, long? i'm back on it was a three-day suspension mm. uh, i think it was last weekend so it lasted about midway through this like last week i guess um but It was. I didn't even write anything. I didn't swear. I guess kind of. But so basically, there was a spirited debate. And let me know, guys, if you have any thoughts on this. I'm sure. I bet Carson would. Carson
2: has some thoughts. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, would Yoda ever be? Someone was one. Would Yoda ever be threatened by the dark, or be be consumed by the dark side, or tempted by the dark side? And there was a little bit of a debate and someone's saying oh his eye color slightly changes in this scene or this comic saying some nerdy shit and and then someone else replies and goes like laughs at the start of their answer (laughs) well actually and just negates every Every like the sources this dude was was pulling out like (laughs) dot edu papers on the subject
2: interviews that yoda has done in the past (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yoda's autobiography. Yeah, it was a very, very long read. But so I just wrote, because I was actually like invested in this. I've read the comments. Uh, I'm starting to get deeper in the comments section too, which is a messy place. And so all I wrote, and I don't think it was that bad. And you guys can let me know if you think the suspension three days, remember, was warranted or not. Get wrecked, LMAO.
2: No, God no, what? Like, what are we doing? You've said worse shit than that.
0: I've said we're shit. And so the suspension wasn't for LMAO. It was for, I guess someone reported me for like an irrelevant comment. Like mm. uh it was like spam what had to I'm engaging <laughs> in the conversation. This is the first time where I wasn't even trolling, where I was like, Oh, I'm kind of into like I'm kind of into the discussion. Oh, I want to be involved. And I was like, Oh, I'm kind of part of the community, like, get wrecked. I'm on this guy's side. I've read enough that I I think I I can I can empathize with this point. And they fucking boot me off. I, I think know you what deserve Coop would. Say. The,
2: the comment deserved to be deleted for sure, but I don't think you deserve be Oh, that's to bold. No, no. Suspended. We gotta pick
0: sides. They gotta know which side is winning. <laughs> All right, beer. What, what do you think? Because Coop, I know, right. would say he wants me booted out of the Yeah, stakes. I think
1: lifetime ban.
0: On yeah. that, yeah. Why yeah. is that?
1: Well, you're just a bad guy, quite clearly.
0: <laughs> I Coop not really, nothing productive
1: in that comment.
0: Yeah. Coop really hates the fact that I'm just like ruining someone's innocent interest you know Mm. what i mean like it's just someone's trying to have a fun hobby i
1: mean they're debating like a a movie you're probably saying get wrecked older older
0: things like where i would go like they would be like who whose lightsaber is more powerful darth maul's or 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 yoda's and i'd be like oh they're tied because they both don't exist (laughs) uh and and not really uh what
1: like what are the metrics that they like have these debates on? like how do you
0: like it's crazy you'd think you would think i know what you're saying i've thought the exact same thing there are fucking metrics it is crazy uh, how many like i don't know different texts there are to jump in if you're a fucking nerd the well does not run dry no. on what you can uh, you can dive into
1: gotta think there's better things to debate well, you gotta I realize jump we're on, this on a sports core, podcast, but I, j- <laughs> yes, there, <we're, laughs> there has to be yeah. better things to do with your time.
0: Yeah. And with that said, let's jump into our reality TV uh, <laughs> recaps for a show that's currently not on not the air. airing. <laughs> yeah, but... But we'll no. be
2: airing soon.
0: We'll be airing. And that being said, okay, I'll jump into my first little topic. It's not even a big topic, but Katie, Katie's season, wrapped. It officially wrapped. is done, done filming. How fucking crazy is that it's never hit me until this point how rapid the transformation is from being on the show to finishing the show i don't know if it's normally this quick but well, she was falling in love with someone i don't know i guess it was it's been a while since they've filmed but if it's feels, only nine
2: weeks right start to finish
0: yeah, yeah man like oh, i mean
2: it doesn't, it sounds not like, it's not a long time. It's, it's really, no. like, it's really isn't.
1: So you get engaged to someone in two
2: months. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And no. I'm not, I'm not even talking Wait, about and these marriages don't work. Yeah.
0: They don't. <laughs> it's insane. There's no way that that's not a stable enough foundation. <laughs> I don't, so I don't buy it. I think they're, yeah, I think those numbers are fixed. No. And the craziest part is that like, I wasn't even talking about the nine weeks of your filming. You're right, Carrie. That's fucking fast. It's also super fast since she's left the show.
2: Yeah, right. She's only been off the show for oh, a couple months. Maybe? Yeah, I
0: get, and again, I, get, I guess they shot months. Yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, not really. But still, like,
2: like, Max, like, what? And she's not even a year removed. Not from a that year season. removed. Like, That's yeah.
0: crazy. I just, uh, yeah, like you said, Pierre, it's just, it makes you think, oh, maybe <laughs> this isn't the perfect recipe for love, but what is? But, but you still boy, cheer for it. We still cheer for it, one, but not, but not everyone. And one person, <laughs> One person that we don't fucking cheer for beer is your boy Blake. Oh my boy. What's his name? You don't know. Gary, could you, <laughs> no, lo- can you look? Could you look up off. his last name? Okay, so he was on was he Bachelor in, in uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Just type Blake Dylan and uh, and ha- Hannah Hannah. Which Hannah was she? There's so many Hannahs. Too
2: many Hannahs. I'm not gonna find it. Uh, Blake Horstman. But so.
0: Flocking oh i knew he had some Horstman? bullshit name too h-o-r-s-t-m-a double <laughs> n beer you're a big blake Horstman fan. no
2: that's
1: not <laughs> that's not accurate i'm not even a blake guy at all blake was very scummy i just pointed out that maybe there were people in the show that were equally scummy that got edited a little bit differently that was my whole point and it got dylan, it got like, made in did, no not dylan dylan did was
0: dylan barber hit you with a car or something <laughs> and he just sped off like what's your beef with this guy did he kick sand at you at the beach no i don't
1: think dylan was scummy dylan just was like really blake? whiny who do you and think like,
0: was the villain that season that didn't get painted like it i think no Clay's hannah
1: would literally was doing the exact same thing as dylan All leading right. him on All the flip, right. or at the same All thing as blake right. And then Blake was just getting bodied.
0: Okay, I guess I cheer for love. Which, I guess I just cheer for love, man. And
1: Dylan was just like a little puppy dog following around the whole time. It was tough luck.
0: All right, all right, dude. So we can't get into this again. And thank God I'm th- I'm very thankful Carson is not here for it because it devolves very quickly into uh, uh, yeah. I on one hand I think you have a personal vendetta against. Dylan and, and Hannah, I think Carson, like, I think they may have somehow birthed him, like they may be his parents, I don't know how that works in terms of age, but it just, the, the dynamic between the two gets very heated, but Blake, not talking about Bachelor in Paradise, he made a very bold claim this week that I had to bring up, he's saying that after Michelle's season, the Bachelor slash Bachelorette is done, the show is gonna be over. Forever. What are your thoughts? Gary, we'll get your thoughts because you are a resident bachelor guy.
2: I think that's a load of shit. Like, <laughs> why well, would it just end? Well i also What's his argument? Where's this? Where's this coming from?
0: I'm also skeptical because like why is blake Horstman the yeah why is he why would he have person? any info no one is talking to fucking blake about like chris Harrison's not like oh blake we got to we're in a dark place right now my man how do we <laughs> say how do we save this franchise like I, I i don't know i think he's been going he's been doing a lot of interviews recently maybe we should try to get him on here and say yeah. we got your biggest fucking fan in the world and it can just be him and beer just i don't know talking about i don't know what do you guys what do you guys have in common what is it about that you just attached to so much was it i think it was blake
1: blake sucks like don't
0: i you this needs to be
1: very clear like people can go back to the early podcast that i wasn't actually recording for. but
0: no he sucks but other people
1: also sucked
0: that was my whole point you have his face tattooed on your back i like i didn't want to bring okay fine if you don't Some want to show ben the people vibes. we can yeah you could you could you could uh disprove that right now but i have a feeling that you won't because you didn't have enough time to put on cover-up makeup but okay so you uh, beer do you think it's over or no
1: no doesn't it make like a ton of money why would they end it
0: yeah Yeah. i don't get even what he's and like in context it was all about like the social pull of the show is so much more negative than it is positive doesn't matter people are gonna it's always been that way and people are always gonna tune in and say they hate it that's all
1: of reality tv right yeah
0: that's 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 kind of the the fuel behind it Yeah. yeah that's kind of the entire point of it yeah so i mean that's good for us i was thinking like as soon as he said it i was like oh first of all it doesn't matter we just find a new show first of all it wouldn't wouldn't be bad for the podcast but it would kind of suck as people it's just consumers because mm-hmm. uh and Bear, i know you don't love the show bachelor in paradise i feel like which do you think ends first here's a question bachelor in paradise or bachelor slash bachelorette from it just goes out of
2: fashion
0: yeah well which ends first because i you i don't know
1: i don't i think probably paradise would end first right like the spinoff yeah. is most likely going to end before
0: most likely well like I paradise can't a...
1: exist without bachelor True. oh
0: no yeah they could they could just uh bring in old people always like, or just bring in like, new casts yeah you're right you're right like the point it... of it
1: is that like you know these people in some yeah. way mm-hmm. which i don't and i still enjoy it so maybe it would
0: that's true yeah, well that's what i was gonna say because there are a lot there is a large contingency of people who are just bachelor in paradise fans which is kind of i don't know something different that we don't really see with any other reality shows spin-off uh it's kind of really turned into its own animal altogether it kind of does copy that that format of uh you know it's more of a love island sort of thing it's its own show altogether but yeah. th- all all we can say Thank God it's not. Thank God that Blake Horstman is a moron and doesn't know what he's talking about. That dude, being he's, said, I,
2: he's still really holding on to the stagecoach thing. You remember that whole thing where he, like, yeah, of
0: course, yeah. yeah,
2: it's still in his Instagram bio. It says, Guess I'll meet you next year at stagecoach. Like, that's
0: just, oh, that's it's I his feel
2: personality like at this point.
0: He's trying to be like self aware and shrug it off, but like, people don't care, dude, just leave <laughs> it behind. you like, that's pr- like, no what was one,
1: the, is- uh, what was the stagecoach? I, oh, I don't I think recall. He met-
2: uh maybe a couple of the contestants he hooked up coach. with
0: mo- two people oh like, yes night yeah, to night yeah. and then he had like a thing with christina and then like just didn't talk to her again and saw some other girl the next day i forget who that girl was and then he also was with hannah so it was like three women in this drama- right yeah. i think that was like a last the start second. of the season oh you think yeah at the start? It, was, it
1: was brief Mm,
0: yeah yeah he had a he had a bad run he had a very <laughs> bad run and it's not a good sign because he's also like he's now wearing all his hats like this i've noticed in interviews where he got he really got the hair coming down yeah. like that to me I is just like that. i've given up i've given up on 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 borderline everything so hopefully we see him in paradise again and uh and he can kind of have a meteoric rise and and an eventual fall i'd love to see that story arc would you like to see some more blake beer I would.
1: I think I kind of got my my
0: fix. <laughs> oh, you're, you're dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And honestly, okay. I just don't want any more of it being made out like I'm a big boy <laughs> guy. Okay. I just...
0: throw on the record: beer has never, beer has never gone to gone to bat for Blake. If I could like, throw that on yeah. the record, yeah. It like gives case... me the vibe
1: that he's got some really bad like. Real yeah, life that's takes. the thing.
0: Yeah, just because yeah. I feel like that is a dude who might have some skeletons. Like in his when
1: closet. you said Blake said something crazy, I was for sure thinking it was like vaccines cause autism <laughs>
0: yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah reverse racism is the only real racism in america yeah or like he's got some he's got some hot takes i feel like well we really threw some heavy very
1: unfair to what yeah, we're we'll
0: very there, but... unfair for a guy who hey, uh, can't wait you know, to have
2: you on the podcast please. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah could you defend allegations <laughs> that you don't think racism exists in america where'd that come from huh which is kind of a vibe check
2: kind check. of based
0: off vibes alone but, all right, guys, if you, so we also have some very, very overdue NBA topics this week. If you guys are ready to jump in, we're going to talk Knicks. We're going to talk, and I know, I know some people skip the NBA section, or some people just watch the NBA section. I totally get it. But we're going to be talking Knicks, the, the most iconic NBA franchise, perhaps of all time. We're kind of, we're going to talk about which award race is most interesting we're going to be talking about the play in tournament and any other particular changes that we could see to make the end of the season more interesting then we're going to jump into some rapid fire funds without further ado you guys ready to rock yes all right do it up now first things first beer we have Julius Randall carrying the Knicks now of course last night we we're recording this on April 27th the Knicks had their nine game winning streak snapped by the Phoenix Suns coming to town but Julius Randall he has been carrying the team in terms of leadership and consistency he's averaging 24 points per game 10 and a half rebounds six assists But it's really been the team's defense that's carried them this season. But one thing about Julius's stats that have really popped out to me, Beer, is that Mark Stein, he shared this earlier this week, that Julius is scoring, rebounding, and three-point shooting numbers. So scoring, rebounding, three-point shooting. Those put together, they've only been matched by one other player this season. Do you want to guess who it could be? It's not tough. Is it Jokic? It's Jokic, yes, yeah. of course, and uh, and only one other player before. I won't, I won't have you guess. It's Larry Bird, though. Again, it's a little bit of a weird stat to combine points, rebounds, and three-point percentage, but that's that. You know, that's an important combination yeah. in uh, in the modern NBA. And We're going to welcome on your boy Coop. What up, Coop? Now nah, he's just
2: <laughs> just vibing.
0: Just, just vibing, at? vibing in silence. How's it going? I don't know. <laughs>
2: Fresh out of the garden set. Yeah, jeez,
0: <laughs> I just got off the farm. All right, we're, talk- <laughs> we're talking some. Uh, we're talking some Knicks, Carson. Now, yeah. Dan Devine of the Ringer beer also uh, also gave us a fun little tidbit. So he's a Knicks fan. He wrote on the weekend that Randall's having the best Knicks season since Melo's prime, which again is one hundred percent correct. Not surprising, but that for the past 20 years, honestly, he, he was writing that, like, this is really all the cities wanted is a team that plays hard, plays defense, like sure. Randall's played really well, but their identity probably comes from from Tibbs. Like this is the dream team of New York hustle and effort. They're a hilariously nineties team. Obviously they don't, they don't score consistently. They have the slowest pace in the NBA. They rebound. Well, they defend every position. Now, Beer, what have you thought about New York, Julius Randle's season? Do you see him as a lock for most improved player? Do you think he's maybe all NBA? What, what, just what are your thoughts on the Knicks being back?
1: I think it's kind of crazy that they're like a top five defensive rating team, and there's not like a single like dude in that roster where you're like, oh, he's like an incredible defensive player. Like they're all just playing super hard and super well. Yeah and yeah i think i think randall's probably going to be the most improved player just like he's the best nick in a long time and the sort of narrative from that carries a lot i think he's deserving as well but i think like
0: new york media certainly helps yeah
1: and i think like probably only jeremy grant is like really close to him and i think
0: yeah
1: i mean on a shitty detroit team it's just not gonna happen
0: I thought Jeremy Grant was going to run with it, run away with it after the first like month and a half of the season. The dude's stats were insane, but Detroit is just so bad. And I mean, most improved player is such a weird award in terms of like eh, Does winning matter? It's kind of year to year. But I think again, like you said, the fact that he's on the Knicks in particular is, uh, is, is a huge deal. But while the, randall aspect of it and his improvement tends to be the story it's also been a crazy good year for rj barrett as well uh he's obviously his shooting has really 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 gotten better i don't even know who the bigger surprise is barrett or derrick rose kind of having yet another resurgence i guess we've seen a couple resurgences from rose with especially with tibbs over the years so maybe that one's a little less surprising but Shout out to, to all the people who said R.J. Barrett was a bust. There was a lot of people who, and Knicks fans in particular, who were super out on R.J. Barrett. Spoiler alert, he's really, really, really young. He's in his second year. Chill. Let him, let him grow a little bit. And, uh, and he looks like a nice little number two piece.
1: I thought you were going to have a little uh, Duke plug there. So, uh, spoiler I alert, mean, he's a at- Duke alumni.
0: Yeah, shout out to, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but no, I mean, Duke <laughs> alumni, and it's looking pretty good for, for the Dukies right now. Gary Trent Jr. on the Raptors. Dukies. Great pickup. Huge Dukie. Yeah, you're Zion, right. <laughs> Zion. Zion. <laughs> 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 All right. inter Darren, cut that. Cut the part where I said, and actually, if you could maybe switch the audio and dub it over my, so it looks like I said that punchline and Gary's was on the wrong end of it, Darren, that'd if be great. you want to eat tonight, you're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: shit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we you said you you, you're the you're the diva of this podcast now. It used to it used to be beer, going on long vacation, six months at a time. Now it's, it's me right
2: now. You know what? That's okay
1: with me.
0: Yeah, I look, think I care if I'm a diva. Oh, <laughs> like, look at this! i was gunning oh, for it, baby. Oh, I can't even relate to you anymore. Just up there in your your ivory your ivory basement. can oh man, you think you're better than <laughs> us. Now, I'll ask you guys this. Are the Knicks the biggest surprise of this season? We'll talk about just in terms of teams. I guess I was thinking more on a positive note, but you could go, you could go negative if you want. Uh Beer, what what do you who is there anyone else who's surprised you more this season than New York?
1: No, I think it's gotta be the Knicks, especially especially defensively. I mean, and offensively. Like their offense is like pretty decent statistically, but it's very weird. Mm-hmm. A lot of like Julius Randle Issa, which you wouldn't think over a season would actually be good but it has been that's Keep working kind of shocking
0: yeah, i i totally agree and i actually decided to uh, i wasn't looking for Ke- kevin pelton's in particular but i wanted to look back and see if there were any like pre-season rankings for teams and i found the perfect article it is from espn's kevin pelton uh it was his pre-season rankings where the team was ranked 13th in the east and this is actually they are, had a 2 Percent, 2% chance of making the playoffs. And this is apparently with objective data. So it's it's boring, I'll run through it quick, but I'll just give you a little like definition of where that 2% number comes from. They're based on real plus minus projections uh, used um, through, I don't know, I think it's a five year span. Uh, they're adjusted for typical player aging, then regressed towards the player's protective offensive rating and defensive rating from a, what is it? The shown projected, ah, it's a it's a bunch of boring jargon. You can look up the article, but it's based off, I guess, objective stats, 2%. That's crazy. I would say the only other team that could be in the mix who part of me wanted to talk about them, part of me didn't because they're the fucking Wizards. The Wizards are <laughs> on a solid second half of the season run right now, especially making it into the playoff tournament. I we were I, I hey I'll put the I'll put the blame on my shoulders. I was saying a couple of weeks ago, like oh, doesn't matter how good Russell Westbrook's playing. Trade Beal. This team's over. They're not going to be fun to watch. Blah 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 blah. And here they come. They're I mean they're still in the Raptors playoff spot. But I want to ask you guys this because there's been a lot of talk, especially from Shaq, like oh, I'm only going to say they're back when they make the fourth seed. It's like, okay, dude, like what? You-
1: do you think that you have, uh, this is a genuine question, one of the best Shaq impressions
0: <laughs> in the world? No. One of the best in the world? Do you think I do? Do you, do you think you have one of the best out of the people you know? Maybe. It's not like, yeah, probably. I don't know how yeah. accurate yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: Well, do you, you think it's you, fine? No, well, I think you break it out all the time. And you know, I think it's like,
0: it's really I feel good. good. It's an like, easy impression, I think. I think it's a very easy impression. Is, That's what like, I'll say. I put almost I no think effort you do
1: in it. it uh, you do it, service as much as you can.
0: I I think I really I used to have a really good Charles Barkley, but it can get that's one that can get real janky real quick because it's got it's southern. It's got a little bit. It can of get a, a little wonky. It can yeah. get a little wonky. But a Shaq one. No no no, Candice Candice Candice. <laughs> I've 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 been in the NBA Finals. It's a different game. It's a different game, Candace Beer. What are your <laughs> all right, so? If they but if they lose in the first round because they definitely could. They're in the four seed right now. And they're going to be playing the Hawks, who are also surging hot right now. Do you think that it's a successful season if they get in the first round and let's say they they lose in six? I don't know. It's a, it's a competitive series. Is that a thumbs up if you're a New York Knicks fan?
1: Yeah, I think it's still something to build on. They've been awful for, like, the most recent history. Like, most of recent history, I guess, is the better way to yeah. say it.
0: No, I... I and I totally agree too. Well, you saw them sell it; they were pouring onto the street. I'm sure you guys saw some of those social media videos after their eighth straight win. They were, that Knicks were going
1: crazy. Yeah, if we're pouring onto the street for for that for a winning streak, I mean, like any exit in the playoffs, I
0: think is is still a, a thumbs up. I totally agree, but I also do think that they do have the the swagger of a team that, that definitely is expecting to beat the Hawks. And, uh, and I think the team themselves would be initially obviously disappointed with a loss. And I think they could, I, I mean, I think they definitely could uh, beat the Hawks, whether you would consider that uh, an upset or not. Now we talked about it briefly. So beer, it sounds like you kind of see, um, Randall is the, the most improved player lock as we kind of gear towards town. I mean, we, we've got like a, a little bit of uh l- less than a month left in the season. What are your guys' thoughts on, on Randall's chance? I guess we'll start with uh coop. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think part of it too. Um, like you said, the, it's the narrative of it being the Knicks as well. Yeah. Kind of that, that resurgence, um, like you said over, over the most recent history, mm-hmm. um, so I think that also plays into a, a lot of it. obviously statistically as well, but I I think Randall is a is a lock for me.
0: Yeah, and I assume the same for you, Beer.
1: Yeah, I think he's got it.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I, I told totally agree. The only and you'll I think you'll like this one, Beer, because the only other player that I think should get love like because. I always like awards when, when there's a competitive aspect, you know what I mean? Like rookie of the year is the only one where I'm like, Hey, okay. You just give it to the guy who's having the best year, because if you're, you're a rookie, if you're one of the best, you're going to one of the worst teams, obviously. Right. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting a, a 19 year old to carry their team and wins, but I I would have loved Mikhail Bridges of the Suns to get a nod because that dude, uh, look, the stats maybe don't reflect it that much. He's having a a solid year statistically, but he is a rock on defense for that team. He's he's picking up their, uh, their small forward position. Like, I don't know, 70% of the time he he's been uh, a really fun watch. But other than that, I, uh, I think this is probably the most locked up award of the year, except for maybe the six man award. So I wanted to ask you guys, we'll hit a couple quick hit topics here. Which award is most wide open or interesting to you? Either of those. So how about this? I'll run down all the awards and give who I think is a lock. And then you guys can can disagree and say, I think this one is a little bit more wide open. So for MVP, I think that one's pretty locked up. I think it's either Jokic or Embiid, and very much leaning towards Jokic unless he misses games spontaneously down the stretch. Sixth man, I think we can cement that in. It's Jordan Clarkson. He's second uh, leading scorer on one of the best teams in the West. Rookie of the Year. I love Anthony Edwards. Think it's Lamelo Pauls, Defensive Player of the Year. Love you, Ben Simmons. Missed too many games. I think it's Rudy Gobert. And then uh, Julius Randall and, and Coach of the Year is where I think it gets uh, really interesting. So do you have any other thoughts? Because I, I would say Coach of the Year, but I don't know if you have any other ideas about awards.
1: I think, like, Defensive Player of the Year is the one that I thought was maybe the close. Like, I guess it's not really that open because it's only two people that are really in contention. But I think it's, I think it's pretty close. And then uh, Rookie of the Year seemed a little bit more open like a month ago when it seemed like Mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards had a little bit more time to chase down Lamelo. But if Lamelo's back soon, then I think it's probably over.
0: Yeah, it looks like, and that's a good point. I, I didn't bring that up. Uh it slipped my mind that Lamelo is, it looks like he is going to be back for the regular season. So we'll get a little bit more from him. Now, Coach of the Year It's kind of something that people forget about. I'll run through because I think people forget how many, like first of all, how many good teams there are in the league, obviously. And then how many of those have either really underrated coaches or coaches like that are just exceeding expectations. So obviously look, my number one candidate, Monty Williams of the sun, especially cause that dude has been through the ringer the last couple of years. And he lost his wife two years ago. Like he's had some, you know, he's been through uh, some stuff. He comes back to his first winning situation and, uh, and the team is, is, you know, they're leading the West. And so I have Quinn Snyder, next you have maybe doc rivers steve nash first year coach leading the the nets in the in the east you could have tibbs if you want to go nick's angle i think that's fair even nate mcmillan you very rarely see a coach come in midway through the year but the way the Hawks are playing since Nate, it's just a classic Nate McMillan. He comes in, he gets your team to like 10 games above 500. You lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. You fire him a couple years later. That's the Nate McMillan rotation, but he's come in and does exactly what he does. I don't know who do you guys see as the most deserving coach out of probably teams that have exceeded expectations there. You
1: want me, you want me to start it off? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeez, when you when you brought up Monty, I'm kind of jumping on the Monty bandwagon right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, who I don't know if it's much of a bandwagon, the but but exactly, that's just it. Like, um, like going into it, I, I I guess tips as well. Like, obviously, you didn't expect this from the Knicks either. Mm-hmm. Um, but something about the Suns and, and Monty, like you said, like Monty has kind of been through the, through the ringer. Oh yeah,
0: over the last you know however many years. And I'll a coach can only money. do so much. The coach can only do
1: so much. And like, you know what? With with the squad he's got, I think
0: he's doing I think he's doing lots. And he was in New Orleans for, yeah. for a while. Like it's just a, he hasn't really gotten a chance of like, here you go, two stars and some, some solid role players. Yeah, like, Let's see what you can do. And and he's and he was a part of those great Clippers lob city teams too. Like he he is a a, a really, really good coach, I think, in mm-hmm. finally getting his shine. Who who do you have here?
1: I think I'm going Monty again. So I guess it is a little bit of a a bandwagon now, but there we go. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I I think it is close. I I, I like that. We're all on the same page. I think there will, you know, New York media, like we've talked about, I think Tibbs is going to get those votes. Doc Rivers, Steve Nash is a first time coach. The only thing I'm worried about with uh, Monty Williams is that uh, Chris Paul may steal some votes uh, from him with uh, coach of the year. And I want to talk about you know uh, I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker are going to get some MVP votes now too. Uh, I think they'll be splitting them. I, I bet both guys, and we'll see near the end of the year. But here's my prediction: I think both Devin Booker and Chris Paul going to be top ten in MVP voting, which is tough to do on the same team, but uh, but but I think it's possible. Now, last quick hit here before we jump into our rapid fire questions. Now. Since Luca and Mark Cuban have publicly disavowed the play in tournament, which we didn't even talk about last week because they voted for it the year before they voted for it again this year. So I think it's pretty obvious that Mark Cuban is just jumping to, uh, to agree with Luca, which is, you know, whatever, you're trying to retain this guy for the next 20 years. I respect him talking about bandwagons. I respect him jumping on that one, but there's also been some additional discussion since on Twitter, specifically by... Tom Ziller, one of our uh, one of our favorite NBA writers, flirting with the idea of allowing the top three seeds to pick their opponents, which I think is a very interesting wrinkle, and I'm interested to see your thoughts on this. Let's start. Let's start with you, Coop, because you got a little bit of a quizzical look on your face right now. So, yeah,
1: top
0: I three seeds, you pick who you play.
1: Yeah, you. Won't, you one of the first word that comes to mind when I hear that what circus circus what, like, <laughs> what, okay. what the hell is that and you know what i don't even have like a re like i haven't really thought this out I and mean, i don't have a reason why but my initial thought is like like what 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 are we what are we resorting to here i
2: don't hey, know okay I, fair I, enough I don't
1: know. just just the idea of it kind of sounds comical like i haven't really thought about it or thought about, like the logistic side of it or like the yeah. pros and it, cons but it's a lot of changes it's
0: it kind of pushing me back yeah, short period yeah of time. It, for sure all right beer what you what are you thinking
1: Yeah, I kind of think it sucks too. Like, (laughs) it's just like, like, why do we need it? Some of the excitements that maybe a team is injured throughout the year, and then you got a tough like first or second round matchup that makes the playoffs exciting.
0: I like that. Yeah, I don't like the
1: idea that like someone's like 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 cherry picking who they play each round. I guess that like adds another element of excitement, but. I don't know. It seems kind of, well. Artificial. No, I, I think it where
0: you only pick that first round and that just uh-huh. rearranges the seating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Still you
1: not a fan, but okay. Totally better, fair.
0: And I'm going to play, I'm happy. I get the chance to play devil's advocate. And I, I had a feeling I would get to because I would definitely have been, if you asked me a year ago, very thumbs down on it. Just cause I I'm always hesitant with changing things that could potentially change like the all time how you compare eras because I really yeah. like to compare eras and so things that don't make that really possible like you really can't compare before a three-point line right like because it's yeah. just an entirely different game and so that's why I'm against like a four-point line it's going to just skew scoring altogether. but I I don't think that this one would really make that that big of an impact all time right if you're going to win a championship you got to go through the same amount of rounds but I will say I'm I'm only really into it because of how well I I believe that the play in tournament works to make the end of the season interesting because right now I would not be caring about teams like the Wizards I wouldn't be caring about teams like uh, maybe even like a team like the Blazers that really doesn't have a shot in like They may not hang on to the regular playoff seeding, but now they're kind of have a chance like Golden State. I'm watching every Golden State game because they got to make that 10th seed. They got to cling on. So I think these things make the end of the season a lot more interesting. It kind of just adds a little extra carrot to dangle in front of those those lead dogs to kind of make people push between the third seed and, and the first seed, like maybe LeBron isn't coasting as much toward the end of the year. I don't know. I just think anything that makes the end of the season when everything seems locked in a bit more interesting, then then I, I I'm, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and be a little more accepting because I a hundred percent would normally be on board with you guys. They have actually tried it as well. I should say in the w, WNBA, I think It was just last season. It may have been a couple seasons they've done it, and apparently it's worked well. not trying to be a dick. I'll just have to take people's word for it. I haven't caught a lot of WNBA end of the regular season matchups. But, look, let's just force some excitement at the end of the year. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we're already already doing it with the playing tournament, so why not one more thing? It's already a circus.
1: I I think a big (laughs) issue with that, though, is, like, what happens if – Julius Randall like tweaks his ankle and is going to be out for 10 days and then the Nets go oh shit well let's just pick the Knicks right now and then the fourth seed has to play a number one seed as their first round opponent like that doesn't really seem like they're getting rewarded for the regular season that they had.
0: Totally fair I think a a pretty quick I mean your point still stands but I mean like uh, I think you could only rearrange but like, I don't know, below horn code or home Like, you could only rearrange between the bottom three seeds. Like, four or five is staying the same, oh, okay. I think, in this hypothetical. Yeah, and it's only within the top three seeds. Like, first seed picks first, second team picks third, 13 so or 13 exactly yeah. yeah and then you have four or five still going at okay. each other but again it's it's the same thing like six seed that's a big difference between six and eight right i mean right now in the play-in tournament that's the difference between having to win your way into the playoffs so it, it is a big jump i get your skepticism but uh i don't think there's harm in, in trying something out for for one year you know what i mean i hope the nba at least has like the humility to be like hey Let's try it out. And if it doesn't work, let's look ourselves in the mirror and realize it doesn't fucking work. But that being said, I want to finish us off here guys with some rapid fire fun people, man, I've had a lot of people that are just getting into rapid fire now because a lot, it's kind of a hidden gem that people (laughs) at the end don't realize that it's, it's not basketball. We're right now. I'm going to, I've done it before and he knows it's coming. We're putting a little cow. We're bringing Gary back. We're bringing <laughs> producer Gary back in. This isn't even b-ball time. We are just going to be gabbing like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. What what, what, what gabs? What gabs, sailors,
2: yeah. Sailors gab? Sailors sure. gab? Hell yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Gabbing like a bunch of sailors. <laughs> now, guys, this past week saw the Raptors rookies Malachi Flynn and Freddie Gillespie sing Miley Cyrus' party in the USA. And what was a, one of the more entertaining rookie hazings? But the twist came when Gillespie really crushed both the song and an accompanying dance, an improvised dance. Guys, when was a time you were taken out of your comfort zone, but rose from the ashes like a mighty, mighty phoenix? Let's let's start with uh, let's start with producer Gary. Let's draw him back in. Here. All
2: right, all right. Um, so back in the day, my uncle took me and my cousin fishing and it wasn't a particularly good day to go fishing because the waves were fairly large and we were in a small boat which does yeah. not bode well for the boat and uh so he he had like a, a, a line kind of cast off the back and was just hanging no he wasn't holding it It was just like hooked onto the side of the boat and he he he, he landed a fish and so he had to get off the wheel and then go tend to the line and he's like gary get on the get on the wheel and i'm like 12 I've never driven a boat before, so I'm just like, oh shit, I'm going to have to really like nail this, or we're going down.
0: Yeah. So
2: I hopped on the wheel, you know, we're still here today, we survived, but I think it kind of planted a seed in me, and now anytime someone asks me to do something, and I have never done it before, I just kind of like lean toward just saying yes
0: wow so like, what a what a lesson to awesome. learn at but a like, young age
2: like a couple of years ago i was doing snow removal or not a couple of years ago like in high school i was doing snow removal and the guy's like oh you, can you drive the truck today I, I don't have a license i was like hell yeah i can drive the truck today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so legality
0: driving. isn't the line no, that stops dude, you no <laughs> it's anything like yeah
2: in the winter yeah, someone we asked me
0: to-, to uh to take a bunch of drugs across the border uh in a balloon hell yeah uh, in my yes. in my orifice. And Every I was like, hell yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. I've never done this before. Every time.
2: My I we went up to my girlfriend's uh family's house and uh her dad was like, Oh, you ever driven a snowmobile wow. before? I was like, Of course I have. What do you mean? Just figured it out <laughs> on the fly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've also taken up lying. Yeah. You've also taken up to oh, people no. about your experiences yeah. I'm, I'm in favor i'm in favor yeah all right beer what you got
1: uh mine was this podcast
0: oh i like I, was... I, I could not agree actually I in was... fact no you go ahead beer you go ahead. well
1: beer. i was just gonna say the only thing is i had a pretty tough start to the podcast when our very first podcast i didn't actually record my uh contributions <laughs> but since then i think it's been a little bit better I forgot
0: about that i yeah. fucking forgot about that i did yeah now, <laughs> I was, t- <laughs> yeah. I was telling Coop the other day how much you were crushing it because Coop again, Diva Coop, and that I mean that's sticking. That's uh, it's not the catchiest nickname in the world, but yeah, not the least really catchy. It's sticking. It. I can already ah well, it's good enough, Diva Coop. And so I was telling him like, hey, without Coop in the in the mix, you uh, with the not even just talking basketball, Caleb has just been just been shot, just been shining like uh, 20, like 10. a newfound star but that's, that is <laughs> exact words like I said. Pebble. Uh, Coop, what you got?
2: Um, <laughs> so what
1: I'm going to go with is um, back in university when I, uh, I volunteered for like orientation week and, and stuff like that. And you pretty much, you know, you kind of, you kind of got to let yourself out there for the, for the first year uh, university students and kind of be all enthusiastic. And, and for my second year, you're uh, volunteering. I was uh, in charge of the, the spirit committee within the orientation program and listen i'm a very spirit spiritful guy i have a lot of spirit
0: spirit committee is so funny to me being like (laughs) we got to sit down and and formally plan out how we're going to execute spirit exactly
1: but the issue is there's a lot of dance that's also involved with that and i i'd like to say i'm fairly in tune with my body but not when it comes to dance (laughs) like at all um
0: such a funny thing to say and <laughs> and what? and whatever I relate kind of to that, I, to that. To that. Like,
2: <laughs> I know what you mean I'm
0: in tune with my body as well but yeah, it's a big flex that.
2: not like I am <laughs> okay. so in what
1: way can you give us an example Well, I, I just know my limits dude <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> with, everything. <laughs> with everything I know what I need at all times
2: <laughs> I know what will make me feel better in any yeah. situation ever and dance is not one of them. So, the dance is not I, one of them. Yeah. Dance is actually one dance of them that will actively work uh, against
1: my uh, well-being, both physical, emotional, and mental. Mm. So I uh, I became known for doing this body roll thing that I, I had to do during one of these dances, but like I butchered it because I couldn't do it. And like it kind of became a running
0: joke for- Body people. Is this a sexy move? It well, sounds so like it's supposed to be a from, sexy like, move.
1: You do like this thing with your, like, your body- to like make a roll but whenever I did everyone started laughing and it got to the point where everyone would say Carson do the body roll just so they could all laugh and then like it became like a a thing for two years that wow um, wow. so I like to say did you do it did you indulge oh I would indulge every time I do it in front of like hundreds and hundreds of people and I like to say I every time I was called it was called upon me to to perform that act I rose from the ashes and I, I did it wow and I was out of my comfort zone every single time
2: inspirational
1: sound like a bit of a jester not so much a phoenix but <laughs> exactly. can, uh... yeah jester phoenix
0: synonymous, same thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's
0: synonymous. same exact thing all right very in tune with it how would you word it not in tune with your body. yeah in tune that's with
1: exactly body. what i said
0: yep yeah no, that's awesome man i'm glad i'm no i'm glad, I'm glad to hear it. what about um i just going to throw some some activities that would uh maybe make sure. you like cartwheels is are you in tune with cartwheels if you were nope. to have to do one ziplining sure taking uh mm-hmm. taking a punch do you think your body is like to uh tuned to to do that well well like that's not really what i'm referring to is being okay well body. i don't know that's, that's, you could have been you assault. can't be that ambiguous you cannot be that ambiguous and then be like what? well that's not what i was talking about
1: well obviously that's not a situation that would make me feel good right
0: no no but yeah so. oh, yeah okay fair enough like that's, that's so, an objectively... say, so if someone gave you the option would say no to a punch
1: i would decline yes respectfully
0: yeah <laughs> okay okay i'm glad <laughs> we could i'm glad we could confirm that don't worry none of gary hasn't been recording this whole thing yeah it's, no, this, it's is all, this is all this is all i'll go through mine quick you you guys already know this one it's uh i i'm just wondering if you guys will remember it um because i took on a, a literal music um moment i've told it before raindrops in june any uh any memory <laughs> Any, anyone recall it, 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 my uh it all kind right, sparked so.
2: something in my in my brain i know i've heard the story but i don't yeah i don't know the full details yeah.
0: grade one talent show i uh, i told everyone i could play the piano never played the piano before in my life went up on stage um and uh, you know i think it was just the grade one classes but that's a decent amount of people and i told them that this was uh, a song that i was learning it was called raindrops in june and uh i i think the bet luck it was gar i'm sure it was garbage in my head it was good enough to get off, off stage i didn't get made fun of like i,
2: well, I don't play the piano this.
0: it was gibberish it was not notes yeah i guarantee oh wow. you mean like in person like, at the time in person
1: i heard the i heard the uh the act of you playing it
0: yeah i heard the piece how was it the original rendition i'm yeah, sure you heard scary. the piece okay yeah do you expect no <laughs> that wasn't awful. you don't remember there's no way you remember i got a standing ovation except for you in the back who is being i'm a really fucking diva. i'm really
1: in tune with my memory so
0: <laughs> yeah well it's part of your body all right well guys we gotta i know what sucks after all this after all they're like oh i'm in tune blah 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 carson is crushing the picks dude crushing the picks do you he doesn't even know what his record is yeah it's 12 and 6 okay yeah you got it pulled up okay now yeah Coop is so beer. you and I are it is very very close you're 8 and 10 I'm 9 and 9 we've got like one one game separating us there I I don't even know like 12 and 6 yeah we can catch you but it's getting further and further away. So this week we're going Jazz at Suns on Friday. Then we're going Saturday. We have Wizards at Mavericks, Sunday, Nets at Bucks. We'll start with Coop, then we'll go me, and then we'll finish with beer.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Jazz, Mavs, and Nets.
0: <coughs> jazz, Mavs, Nets. Okay, I'm gonna go Suns, Wizards, Nets.
1: I'm going to go Suns,
0: Mavs, Nets. Suns, Mavs. Okay, so we're all we're all mixed around except oh. nobody likes the Bucks. Sorry nobody Milwaukee fans. Bucks, yeah. All right. Or now, I got to give a shout out to all the listeners. They've been doing a great job of subscribing. They've been doing a great job of giving us ratings. They've been giving a great job. What it seems like of telling their friends. But all, all I got to ask is to just keep doing what you're doing. Keep telling your friends, keep subscribing, keep giving ma- the keep giving a review. If you haven't done any of that yet, oh, it would, it would, it would help me be in tune with my turn like that. But guys, please to rate, review, subscribe. Helps us out a ton. Guys, fellas. It's <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining. What did I freeze? Yeah. What? Oh, like my audio?
2: Like everything. Everything. Hold. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for how? For how long? All, all we heard was guys.
1: <laughs> Pause. I got fellas too on my end.
0: All right. I got fellas also. Yeah. All right. All right. My, my, my internet. <laughs> It's going going down quick. Producer Gary Producer Gary quickly. Quick. Remember. Say it quick. A, a going,
2: down. No, no. We're going down. No We are going down. Alright. Bye. That way downhill quick a oh, bit later. Man. It was oh. good.